0: To the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Cap Show, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable, and it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I have Britta Ninas here, who I'm so privileged to have, be chatting to. Hi, Brita. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, uh, good. You're so, so welcome. Okay, so I want to dive into, obviously, some really, really cool things uh, that we're going to talk about. But first, can you please uh, introduce yourself and what you do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I am actually a relationship coach. Um, I've been actually a counselor for years, but I shifted into relationship coaching. And I focus on helping women learn to trust again after infidelity in their relationships. So we really kind of help them dig deep and get really real about what's happening and why and then find their way to the other side and into a healthier relationship.
1: Wow, that's, yeah. wow, you, you you deal with a lot of <laughs> um, heavy, deep a lot pot- of heaviness. Sort of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did yeah. you, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to um, this point? Did you go through something similar? Like I'd love to kind of really, um, yeah, dig into that.
2: Yeah, you know, I didn't actually have an infidelity issue, but, you know, cheating is really about betrayal of trust and it's about, you know, um, hurting somebody's heart, and really kind of not being loyal to that and that sense of relationship and honoring it. And so we all kind of go through that. And I've definitely gone through that myself. Mm-hmm. and. One of the things that I learned as a child was we moved so much that I didn't actually develop deeper relationships as easily well into adulthood because we moved so much. Mm -hmm. So I was very good at actually creating those initial relationships, but not going deeper. And so interestingly, as I started to really learn more about it as I grew up and I realized I needed to figure out these skills better... Uh, it developed into me now wanting to teach this to others because I kind of went through that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So how did that feel like? And did, was there a moment when you realized that that was that you hadn't developed that skill? Because it's probably you know for a lot of us we probably just go through life and we're like yeah, yeah yeah like it's all good. Like what was there a moment for you where you were like what is happening? <laughs> why? Absolutely. Why am I not
2: able to <laughs> to right.
1: form these deep relationships.
2: Absolutely. You know, when you're a kid, you don't actually think about it because you just live your life and things are normal and you don't even know it's any different until you grow up and you start to see other people's lives and and you start to realize they actually have relationships that seem different than what I'm able to do. And so in my 20s, I started to realize this, you know, because I remember in third grade, we went, I went to three different schools. We moved twice in that year. And this wasn't just across town, this was states away. So I never really formed those deeper connections until much later in life. And I was sort of had this deficit and trying to understand what's going on. So I was in my 20s and I realized if I don't understand this on a deeper level, then I'm going to miss out on these really rich relationships, friendships, and even an intimate partner. And so I started to delve into it, and I'm one of those people that geeks out on research and studies and psychology and all of that. So I just did, and and it made sense. And I've been studying it ever since.
1: Mm-hmm. And so for you, was there a particular relationship that did, let's say, break down, or that didn't, um, that just went wrong because of, you know, this realize that you, when you came to this real- realization, um, like yeah. was this was there a catalyst for that realization? It
2: wasn't one particular catalyst. It was the fact that I considered myself a runner Mm. because the minute I started to go into levels into a relationship that I didn't understand and I didn't know how to navigate, I didn't have the skills for, then I would just sort of shut and run, shut down and run. And it's really good because I, I mimicked growing up. I shut, you know, we would just close up, pack up and run. And, you know, even though my parents did this to support us. And there was a good reason for it. Yeah. I developed this pattern in my relationships and I realized that I kept doing this. And so I thought, well, if I can't go deeper, then this is not going to work. You know, you become a serial dater. Men and women both will do this, you know, (laughs) and it was fun in my twenties, but then I'm thinking, yeah, but it's not really getting to that level of, you know, let's go deeper here.
1: Yeah. And how did that come up for you? Like, you know, the whole shutting down and running, like how um, either emotionally or the actions that, you know, then came about, like, what did that look like for you?
2: It's interesting because I'm a very strong entrepreneur. I've been in business my whole life. I watched my parents, my dad built so many different companies. I helped as a kid with my dad's companies. And um, so In business, I related very well because that was a skill I understood. I helped sell stuff with my dad's nursery and we just did all kinds of things. And so I almost really developed a lot of business relationships. But again, that intimate relationship, that deeper connection to friends and to have these really to to be seen by another person on a deeper level and then to allow yourself to be seen and then to see the other person and navigate what that's like in relationships. It's scary. It's scary. We have to be more vulnerable. we have to be more open. And I could feel myself seizing up because I just didn't know how to push past those insecurities. you know, and we all have them. If they see me for real, are they gonna still accept me? Am I going to be rejected? You know we all have this innate fear. and if you don't know the skills to work through it, so I noticed I kept doing that.
1: Yeah, so would no. that mean you just like ghost people? You just like and cold
2: <laughs> No, that's interesting because ghosting was not the term we used. I'm a little holster. So I'm like, that's kind of what we do. Um <laughs> that's funny. No, I didn't really ghost. I was never kind, I was never that person would just, you know, cut and run and just go MIA. Um, but I was always the person to say this isn't working and then I, I would just leave, you know, and just this right. isn't for me. And my excuse was he just wasn't the right one. Mm. You know, as women, we love to do that. We're like, well, he we didn't check all the boxes or, you know, it just doesn't really feel right. And what we look for is often something that matches the fantasy of what we think relationships are. And when it doesn't match that, then what we try to do is figure out how to fit into that rather than seeing it for what it really is. And so, you know, we start sabotaging. We start creating problems. We might start picking fights. You know, we do all kinds of fun stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I have to, I kind of almost have to, Um, skip straight to the ending and this is a really bad act (laughs) of mine. But have you, are you happily married or did you find, you know, did you stop running? Did you stop?
2: (laughs) I stopped running. I did end up married and then I did end up actually getting divorced after a couple of decades in this marriage because I came to realize that as I grew, I wanted something deeper because often we attract people at the level that we're at. So if you're at a level of, not really being open and seen, you're going to also attract that with your partner. And um, so I ended up leaving the marriage and grew more and developed more in this coaching. And I am in a relationship now. We're not married, but I'm happy the way it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Connecting at a very deep level. I'm sure. <laughs>
2: but... As, oh, the depth of this now is, is incredible compared to anything before because when you do the work and you really break through that and deal with these different stages of how you connect in a relationship, um, it makes all the difference.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, um, okay, so our, our listeners obviously um, really believe in the power of storytelling and and you have um, some great stories uh, that you can share and that you tell definitely for to help your audience on this journey as well. Um, how have you found that you've been able to, Well, first of all, I should ask, have you been able to share this with your audience, uh, your stories? And if so, how have you been doing that?
2: I you know, it's interesting because there's so many stories we have to share, you know, as you go through life. And I share them in situations with my clients directly as I work with clients and then also out in the media as I'm trying to get out there, express, you know, what's happening because it's very relatable. How do we get along in relationships? And so I try to share them as much as I can um to the extent that it's useful for people and you know that's a really important part of it making sure that it's really useful for someone as they hear your story
1: mm. and how have you best found that like do you um do you share on social media do you share via email like what are your how, what are the ways that I guess you found that your audience find it useful for them
2: Oh, yeah, social media posts, I have an email list and, you know, if I have run into a problem or, you know, because it becomes relatable because the stuff is stuff everybody goes through, right? We all go through this and we all have our insecurities, we all have our fears. And when we share, you know, more openly and are more vulnerable about our story, people resonate with that and go, oh, you know, that's a normal person like me, you know, I get that. So I do it through posts and email and videos and interviews like this, you know, just trying to get it out there more and more.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and was there a moment, could you describe sort of a moment when you realized that, um, and, I, and I don't mean this in a, in a weird or condescending way, but like that you had a business, you know, that your, that your marketing was working, that your messaging was landing, that like, you know, you had people, you know, yeah. wanting to work with you. You know, was there a moment when you realized that you're like, wow this is actually a thing (laughs) (laughs) you know
2: it's it's not one moment it's many moments and so you know you feel it because when you connect with your message and the message connects with people who want to work with you and your personality and your style and something resonates then people will naturally come you know to you and to whoever is out there with their message so as I share it when people come in and they say to me, it's like you're speaking to me, that's when you know you've really hit that heart. And that's when you know you've really made that connection with somebody that you can help serve. And so you, for me, it wasn't one, it's just many, because you constantly work your message to make sure you're resonating with people and it's really giving them the value that they need. So it's just different. It's an evolutionary process.
1: <laughs> All right. Sure. I love that. Uh, so I do want to talk a little bit about marketing growth, um, because you sure. are currently running a successful multi six figure business. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of it, our listeners would love to know how you're doing it. So um, I guess what have been your main marketing strategies? And is there anything different that you're looking to do in your marketing going forward? Yeah,
2: that's a great that's a great question. As I said before, I actually was in private practice as a counselor. And, you know, I started that about, about, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And my marketing was more local because that was more about getting in front of people in the community, finding families, working with community, you know, groups, things like that, because it was more local and it was more brick and mortar. They come to my office. And I developed coaching programs around 2016. And so now we're getting into the online marketing and that's a whole different animal because now you're getting in front of audiences But you need to do it in this social media format and platform instead. It's not going to offices and to doctor's offices and to people to say, hey, this is what I do. Now you're getting in front of Zoom calls and interviews and things like that to be able to reach people and get your message out there. So it's a whole different strategy. And that's what I have been delving into over the last five years to really develop this coaching program Mm. and this coaching model.
1: Yeah, and is there anything in particular that um, or any big themes that you've been you've learned and then anything that you're going to extend on going forward?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I don't know um, how much the viewers and uh, audience is aware of the funnel concept, but really, you know, creating that lead magnet to let people kind of know who you are and then funneling them in to give you a call to see if there's a really good fit. Um, I think it's really important from my perspective to come from kind of a love concept. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm serving people just like in relationships. And if you're dating to find that right person, that's not much different than if you provide a service, you want to find the right person that that fits for. Yeah. So when you come from that model of I'm doing this to offer it to the right fit and they feel it and you feel it and you know, then you know that that works. And so, because there's plenty of people out there, you know, everybody needs, you know, help and everybody has service. And there's an amazing people that offer a lot of great service out there. Yeah. So, it's really just finding that right fit and creating those conversations and those connections.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, I'd love for you to share, like, where is your business headed? Where do you see yourself even investing for growth over the next year?
2: Oh, I am actually in a coaching. One of the first things is get involved in coaching, find a business coach, find a really good coach to help you with not just the strategy, but the mindset, you know, work with somebody who can teach you how to be the entrepreneur that has a six figure business Mm. because you can know strategy, but if you don't know the mindset to be able to be that person, then it may not last because there's that you have to have both. And the only way to do that is invest in yourself, invest in what you're doing, invest in your craft and take it to that next level. So my uh, next level growth really is to take this to the next level. I'm ready to now go into, you know, multi six figures. That's my next level. And I have a um, model business model that I'm following that's going to take me to that level that did not that works there. Because my current business model was really good for six figures, you know, just that first level. But now that model has to change to match where you're going. So I'm adjusting that for 2022. I've got a plan there.
1: Yeah, amazing. And um, any new marketing strategies that's going to go along with like, and and I mean, marketing in terms of like getting the traffic that's going to go along with that new model?
2: Yeah, actually, I've uh, revamped my programs creating a lead magnet to really fine tune that message and to be able to lead into the front end and back end program. So you really work that. Um, And then just getting out there and talking to people, you know, that's the strategy of it is just, I have it in place and just getting out there and talking and meeting people and, you know, get, you know, just really getting conversations going. So like interviews like this, you know,
1: Yeah, (laughs) we've been so many great people um, doing this, so it's just, yeah, I I 100% agree that that has to be um, on everyone's list, I think, marketing, uh, list of marketing strategies to to do, go out, um, get into people. people big people exactly mm-hmm. um, okay and you know a lot of founders listening to this are looking to scale at some point so um, I'd love for you to share you know how many team members do you have if if you have any um, and what do they do and what made you decide to start at that point in when you were hiring or looking to to outsource or add to your team
2: yeah it's right now it's very small I do a lot of it myself at you know the initial six figures you can kind of do a lot on your own um, I do like Uh, Work with a VA and I have a social media person that's helping me with content. So, the people that I really do outsource are more uh, in the strategy of the social media area, Mm. you know, keeping up on all the different profiles. Are they consistent? Do they look good? And, you know, as far as the message is very clear, so that we're on top of those things. Are there reviews? Do we need to follow up on that? What's going on? And just really managing that reputation and that message out there. Yeah. Yeah, love that.
1: Um, yeah, I hundred percent agree because that's also something that that we help with. You know, like how do how do we how do you actually start scaling? Um, thinking like that CEO, that next level CEO, um, and getting the resources that you need to actually help you get to that level. So I I love that you said yeah. that because that's that's exactly what everyone needs to start thinking about doing. Yeah, um, yeah, you're the CEO,
2: and what you want to do is know what people need to do, but you have to know how to then. Make sure you have the right team that's doing it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and who might you be looking to hire over the next year? I will be looking to hire,
2: well, I'm still working to decide that next level because I would like to go into advertising, Facebook ads and things like that. You know, that's my next step. I'm not quite ready for that because the market, the message needs to get a little more clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my next step is to look into that And in probably the next six months. I think I should be ready for that. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Wow. Rita, this has been so super helpful for everyone listening to this. So if anyone is interested in seeing what you have to offer, where is the best place for them to go?
2: Um, At healingwithbrita.com. That's healingwithbrita, B-R-I-T-T-A.com.
1: Yeah, amazing. There you go, guys. Simple, short, sharp to the point. Uh, You will leave that in the show notes as well for everyone. Um, So thank you so much, Britta. And for everyone else, if you have enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Uh, Leave a review, uh, rate it, share it with your friends, subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you on the next one. Bye.
0: shen here thank you so much for listening to the remarkable entrepreneur podcast now if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program then please visit go.theremarkable podcast.com slash podcast dash guest if you got something out of this interview would you please share this episode on social media just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me i'm at deidre shen And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, djshen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, Follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time.